Hi, everybody. Happy Tuesday. It's Andrew, the mistress of pop culture. I hope you're all having a great start to the week. And if you're not having a great start to the week, well, then I don't know what to say to you about it because the Electoral College finally did something that I finally agree with because four years ago, the Electoral College did something that I was very angry about and that they announced a candidate that I was not rooting for for president to be president. But it's official. JB and KH are our president and VP of 2021. Woohoo! I am just so thrilled about that and I can't even tell you. Oh, it's been a day, it's been a week, it's been a year, quite honestly. And um, also, really exciting news, uh, the, the first Californian nurse um, to receive the Pfizer COVID vaccine was vaccinated today, which was so emotional and incredible. I saw a video circulating on social media this morning also of like the FedEx and uh, uh, what is it, UPS <clears throat> uh, delivery trucks coming from the Pfizer uh headquarters, I guess, and um, in Michigan and, you know, taking the vaccine. And I think people are just crazy happy. I just belt, sorry, crazy happy about this because I don't, I don't think anybody expected things to move so swiftly and especially a year and a year full of tragedy and hardships. Um, <clears throat> it's, uh, you know, light at the end of the tunnel, but all in due time because most people like myself won't be vaccinated until the spring, late spring, because frontline workers, nurses, and high-priority or high-risk people are first, as they should be, so it's great. But aside from that, um, I hope everybody's having a really good morning today. This is, again, my last week of shows before holiday. I'm heading out of town on Friday. I'm very much looking forward to Xmas. I love Christmas. It's my favorite time of year. Um, that and my birthday. Uh, so it's like almost my birthday, which means it's mid-year because I'm an August baby, and I can't believe I'm going to be 32 years old. I just... I can't. I can't even talk about that right now because it literally makes me cry my eyes. Uh, I don't know about you, but like, age is very, very, like, crazy. But anyways, aside from that, it's the 15th of the month, which means 10 more days till Christmas. And yeah, woohoo. So I have four great stories for you guys today. It might be speedy fast because I'm in one of those moods where when I get through it because I have like a bunch of things I have to do. But this is my priority of the day, which is why I'm starting this first. So first story of the day comes from TMZ. When I read this story, I had a lot of thoughts because... This person is a very polarizing figure, but he's very famous, and he's actually very talented, him and his brother, uh, the Paul brothers, of course, that is Jake and Logan Paul. But um, when I saw the video on Instagram, I was like, whoa, but, you know, it all makes sense. We'll read it and we'll dissect. Okay, Jake Paul offers Conor McGregor $50 million to fight. Conor McGregor is that famous um, Irish wrestler, uh, boxer, wrestler or boxer. I, I, I'm not quite sure of the 
verbiage, but anyways. Um, Connor, you're scared. Dana, you're scared. Sign the effing contract, you idiots. Jake Paul is pulling out, by the way, this is from TMZ. Jake Paul is pulling out all the stops to book a boxing match with Conor McGregor, going nuclear on the UFC superstar and Dana White in a wild video yesterday, Monday. Oh, and get this. The YouTube superstar says his team offered Conor $50 million to make the fight happen. That's just, that's insane. That Vine, they started off on Vine and YouTube, and they have over, they must have over $50 million. Well, I'm talking about the Paul brothers, but Jake must have over $50 million if he's like, Literally offering to fight for $50 million. That's crazy. Um, my team said, quote, my team sent you a $50 million offer this morning, $50 million cash, proof of the funds, the biggest fight offer you've ever been offered, Paul says, while sitting in his $350,000 Lamborghini. Um, quote, but you're scared to fight me, Connor. You're ducking me because you don't want to lose to a effing YouTuber. You're zero to one as a boxer, and I'm two zero as a boxer. Jake seems to be channeling his inner notorious throughout the video, smoking a cigar and holding a glass of whiskey with an Irish flag draped over his shoulders. Um, while the 50 million number sounds crazy, Paul posted parts of the contract sent to Connor's camp, which says, quote, Jake Paul has acquired backing for this event, who is willing to guarantee a purse of $50 million to Conor McGregor to participate in this fight. Oh, maybe it's not his money personally. Okay, my mistake. But hey, he could still have that kind of money because he's very successful. Jake backs up his talk, putting out how... Big of a success, this fight with ex-NBA star Nate Robinson was on the Mike Tyson and Roy Jones card. Um, quote, I just came off the eighth biggest pay-per-view event in history, but you want to fight Dustin Poyer, who has less followers on Instagram than my effing dog. That's a fact. Uh, remember, Jake recently told TMZ Sports he was in talks with McGregor's camp after knocking out Robinson last month. But Dana told us there was, quote, zero chance it would happen. Clearly, Jake got one of her interview with the UFC honcho. Um... Then there's another pretty graphic quote, but I'll bleep it. Dana White, you're a effing P to you ugly effing bald B. You said there's 0% chance this fight happening, but there's 0% chance of you... I'm not going to say what it is, but it's pretty, you know, much ending up with a woman. Um, Well, very curious to see what's going to happen here. Now, I'm not a fan of boxing or wrestling or whatever it is this whole sport thing is, but I know it's a huge popular type of uh, showing. So many people watch it and make a night of it and whatnot, so... Crazy, um, but the 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 Paul brothers are really fun, you know. Like they're they're shock culture, and I like that, and I like them. I I I think this is how you know you rev up uh, and sort of provoke the other person in this world of fighting and whatnot. So it's all very funny to me, but it's like I would be scared out of my mind. Like I could never do it, but I don't know. Also, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, I guess to be continued. Okay, second story of the day. <laughs> Excuse me. Also from TMZ. This is a crazy, 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 crazy update to a story I've talked about for a few weeks now with regards to Real Houses of Beverly Hills star Erica Jane and her husband, um, Tom Girardi, uh, and their ongoing lawsuit. Okay, Real Houses of Beverly Hills star Erica Jane, estranged husband's assets frozen, possible criminal investigation. This ain't good. Real Houses of Beverly Hills star Erica Jane's estranged husband has had his assets frozen and a judge now wants prosecutors to have a look at what he allegedly did. Federal judge said Tom Girardi conducted himself in, end quote, unconscionable, unconscionable manner, finding that he misappropriated at least $2 million in client money. Even more obvious, I'm sorry, ominous, the judge is referring the matter to the U.S. Attorney's Office for possible criminal investigation. Oh my gosh. The money was intended to compensate the families of victims of the Boeing 737 MAX line air crash. Lawyers for Girardi 
said their client didn't currently have the $2 million he owes his clients, shockingly announcing Girardi's firm has a measly fifteen k in the bank. Okay, um, I'm going to pause there for a second because their house on Real Houses of Beverly Hills, and if I'm not mistaken, is in Pasadena, which is fine, because a lot of the housewives don't live in Beverly Hills per se, is so nice and so fancy. It's got to be worth over $10 million. I mean... It had that beautiful pool and Erica's uh, chapel room and her closet. I mean, it's just, but obviously they separated. But anyways, okay, to continue. And get this. Um, Girardi's lawyer said they had concerns about his mental comp, uh, comp, comp, how competent he was mentally, adding they were unaware if he understood the seriousness of the case. One of his lawyers told the judge she wanted Girardi to undergo a mental evaluation. This, according to the LA Times, which first reported the news, as the legal fallout couldn't get any worse, Girardi's facing two more lawsuits, one from Robert Keese, the other named partner in Girardi's firm, who claims Girardi owes him $506,000 for using his name for a deal they struck. Keese says Girardi made some payments, but then stopped. Oh, Jesus. In the second lawsuit, Girardi's partners in a venture called uh, 1126 Wilshire filed legal docs to dissolve the partnership, claiming Girardi fraudulently encumbered property the partnership owns worth around $7.5 million. As we reported, Girardi and his strange wife, Erica, are being sued for allegedly hiding money, claiming their breakup of their marriage is actually just a sham divorce to hide assets. Okay, I have so many thoughts about this, and before I say all this, this is all alleged. I love Erica. She's probably one of my favorites of the series right now. Um, but you obviously never know what goes on beyond closed doors, and I, I personally don't think she's going to talk about it this season because it's probably so dicey and whatnot, but I'm, I'm hoping that it is brought up and... Obviously, as horrible as this is for somebody to go through, this is literally just giving the show really good press, which is why I think Beverly Hills and Atlanta are my two favorite franchises of the, the Housewives you know, world. Okay, but aside from that, when, when news first came out about Erica and her husband separating, I think a lot of people, it didn't sit well with a lot of people because it was just so random and Erica's a ride-or-die type of gal. Like, she just wouldn't up and leave this guy who literally given, has given her the world. Um between elevating her career as a pop singer, a performer, money, of course, and you know, looks and everything, clout, uh, basically, for being on The Housewives. Um, so I think something didn't sit well with a lot of us, and I don't want to say Erica is the type of person who would do this, but again, none of us know the inner workings of a marriage, uh, especially a public one on a TV show. Her husband, Tom, is old. I actually went to a, um, a friend of mine... Chris is a violinist and played at some law performance um, downtown LA two years ago in 2018. And I went to the show because it was really great to see him performing as a violinist. And Tom Girardi was actually like emceeing the event, which is really cool because as a Housewives fan, I was like geeking out. Eric, I don't think was there. But um, yeah, I just, it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out because it's pretty wild. Um and I guess I'm just going to leave it at that. And I hope everything works out with the client, with the victims who deserve the money and with Tom and Erica and everything else. Okay, there's story of the day. Uh, page six, one of my favorite gals ever, but she's doing a bit of a hot water. But you know what? That's great because that makes my job more fun. Bella Thorne slammed for saying she was, quote, first on OnlyFans. Oh, Lord. Bella Thorne. Um, Bella Thorne. By the way, she's a really nice girl. I've met her twice because I've been on a show that she was on called Famous in Love and Freeform. Fun fact. Um, Bella Thorne is catching heat over her OnlyFans account. Again, the Dirty Sexy Money actress, 23, is stirring up controversy by claiming she is the first, quote, to join the subscription. 
Service known for its X-rated content. Quote, everyone jumping on OnlyFans, but I took the hit for doing it first. Cool. Thorne wrote on Instagram stories over the weekend. She added in a series of posts, legit everyone in my newsfeed following in my footsteps. But when I was getting heat, y'all were scared. This keeps happening to me. Ha 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 ha. When Thorne joined the app in August, she broke a record by earning a million dollars on her first day on the platform. That's crazy. However, she was criticized shortly after when sex workers on the app accused Thorne of scamming her customers by offering a $200 nude picture for the purchase in which she was actually clothed. Her big payday also caused OnlyFans to cap fan tips at $100 and pay-per-view charges at $50. The former Disney Channel star apologized on Twitter. Um, Quote, I wanted to bring attention to the site. The more people on the site, the more likely of a behind sex work porn in the natural hatred people spew behind anything sex related. I wrote and directed porn against the highbrows of my peers and managers because I wanted to help with the stigma behind sex. And now she's being sent on social media for alleging that people are following in her footsteps. Um, let's see what, uh, one person wrote, Hey, Bella Thorne, I've been making my living on OnlyFans for like a year and a half now after seeing the success of other sex workers have been having for quite some time on there. Tell me again how you did it first. Unclear on the timeline. Okay, what's crazy? And that's pretty much it. <clears throat> Sonia Morgan's on the platform. That's crazy. I didn't know that. It's crazy that, I mean, it's amazing that people literally make a full-time living off of it. I mean, I've heard of people making $40,000 a month, which is like, I mean, that's just so much money. But hey, sis, you do what you got to do and boys too. I mean, it's it's amazing that people can literally make a living doing being their free selves, which I think is you know, we're in a, we're in 2021, you know, you do what you want to do, you know, make that coin. Okay. And now we bring ourselves to our fourth and final story of the day. A uh, really exciting story because it's all about money. Um, this is from E! News. Highest paid celebs of 2020 revealed. Um, of course, obviously Kylie Jenner is the first, but we'll read you the list. I'll, I'll wheel aisle. Okay. Number 25, Taylor Swift earning 63.5 million. Damn. Kevin Durant, 63.9 million. Ed Sheeran, 64 million. Interesting. Dr. Phil, 65.5 million. By the way, congratulations, Dr. Phil, on your son, Jordan McGraw. And my favorite celebrity ever, Morgan um, from Rich Kids of Beverly Hills, Morgan Stewart, getting married to Dr. Phil's son, Jordan. Love it. They had a really uh, down, like, casual, fabulous wedding. Number 21, the Chainsmoker, 68 mil. The Jonas Brothers, 68.5 mil. Number 19, Gordon Ramsay, 70 million. Number 18, uh, Serena Vander Woodson's husband, of course, Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively's husband, 71.5 million, damn. Ariana, number 17, 72 million. Stephen Curry, at number 16, 74.5 million. Number 15, James Patterson, 80. Elton John, at 14, uh, earning 81 million. Number 13, Bill Simmons, 82.5. Number 12, Ellen, 84 million. 11, Rush Limbaugh, at 85 million. Number 10, Dwayne The Rock, of course, 87.5 million. Number 9, LeBron James, 88.2 million. Number 8, Howard Stern, 90 million. 7, Neymar, somebody named Neymar, he looks like a football player. 95.5 mil. Number 6, Tyler Perry, 97 million. Number 5, Lionel Messi, 104 million. Number 4, Cristiano Ronaldo, 105 million. 3, Roger Federer, 106.3 million. Number 2, Yeezy himself at 170 million. And number 1, Kylie Jenner, $590 million. <gasps> what a year, what a year. Um, I mean, these people must be, like, literally living the life, and their bank accounts are probably like, yes, honey, yes. Um, congratulations to all those guys. That's, you know, well-earned. They worked hard for the money. You work hard for the money, especially Kylie Jenner, you know? What a queen. 
Kanye, Ryan Reynolds, all of them. Ellen, Dr. Phil, uh, Christian Ronaldo, who's like so handsome. Fabulous. Yeah. All right, everybody. This is a really quick episode, but I have a bunch of stuff to get done, and I'll be back with you tomorrow, Wednesday. Thank you so much. I'm Andrew, the mistress of pop culture. Wear your masks, wash your hands, social distance. You can stream my podcast on Apple, Spotify, CastBox Radio, Google Podcasts, iTunes, the podcast app on the iPhone, basically anywhere a podcast stream. Thank you so much for listening. I extend my eternal gratitude to you. I love doing this. It is my favorite job ever. And uh, I'll be with you all tomorrow. All right, everybody. Bye.